Hello and welcome to the Geeks Guide. I'm Ryan Dawes, tech journalist, and with me as usual is the lovely Lucy McKell. Hello. Kicking off this week, we have some science news. So, you know DARPA, otherwise known as the American military's mad science wing? Yeah. Well, they are currently exploring something called targeted neuroplasticity training. Okay. Have you worked out the acronym for that? TNT. Okay. I, I had NT and I would, then I was like, what was the first word he said? Sorry, I did drop that one on you. <laughs> but this is really interesting. They are basically exploring neurostimulation methods for activating synaptic plasticity. Okay. Which, very technical. In English. It, in layman's terms, is the brain's ability to alter the connecting point the points between neurons, which is the requirement for learning. Okay. By being able to examine this, they are trying to make it so you can essentially upload skills and then in the future be able to download them. So we're getting skill trees in real life. <laughs> kind of, yeah, I suppose. Sam, so I don't think you unlock them. You probably pay millions for them instead. Oh. Well, in fairness, going to college and university and stuff, you're it paying millions enough. for skills anyway. So True, and you spend years of your life doing it, whereas this is probably going to take a matter of minutes and instead. And you always pay more for convenience. Exactly. I mean, it's, it's worth it, I guess. <laughs> well, it depends what sort of skill it is, really, because if it's kind of a not-so-practical skill, you'd expect to pay less less than it being a practical skill or something that you can then monetize yourself to get some of that capital back. It's a little bit concerning, especially since this is linked to the military, quite the applications that they're going to use for, for this. It's going to be mainly advancing soldiers, I think. Oh, so more it's not than... for Joe Public and I can't learn how to, I can't download how to play the saxophone or... Eventually, that that part of the case. I mean, a lot of the greatest innovations do trickle down from the military mm. first. So, you know, I mean, it's it's certainly interesting. Currently, DARPA are funding eight different projects at seven institutions. And okay. they already are planning to conclude it with human trials. So, in the near future, we could be downloading skills. Yeah, Fair enough. Right, moving on to Marvel. We're quickly becoming just the geek's guide to Marvel. And DC. We've got a little bit of DC thrown in. Yeah, a little bit of DC in there, just thrown in just for a bit of balance. Good Still very imbalanced, I think. There's a lot of Marvel going on in the world at the moment. I think when a few DC films come out and a few DC programs come out in this, um, then hopefully we'll start switching that way as well. Yeah, I mean, they are on a roll at the moment. But we just read the latest Secret Empire edition. What did you think of what happened? It's, Without many spoilers. Yeah, that's going to be the big one. Yeah, it is interesting. There's a lot of things that I feel are almost mirroring current real life events. Yeah, which see, this is, is what I wanted to ask you about, because that's what a lot of people are saying, is that it, it does feel like Marvel is making a very political statement yeah. with, this co- with this comic. It's very much like... You know, people are trying to go towards a very strict authoritarian kind of regime. With a lot of propaganda and... A lot of propaganda. It's all about sort of strength and order and it's really just a a sort of fascism. Yeah, 100%. You punish people that don't fall in line. Yeah, and weirdly it kind of makes you question your own morals. It points in it because of... Okay. Because of you can kind of see the efficiency to it, if that makes sense. Yeah, like it's inhumane, so you know that it's wrong, but you can kind of see, you know, why it it could be. It's weird. Be worried about living with you. Maybe. (laughs) 
<laughs> no, I mean, Captain America is interesting as well because he's clearly still got some conscience yeah. there. I mean, a lot of his other sort of team very much aren't. But like I he's... said in a previous episode, there's still a part of me that's holding out for the good Captain America. Yeah, well, we did see a little bit of that glimmer yeah. through. Again, without giving that out too much. But, I mean, he specifically said that he doesn't want to create a prison state, which does seem like it has become anyway. Yeah, but... and obviously Inhumans are mentioned in there. A fair amount, which kind of segueing in a little bit. Um, Agents of Shield has been renewed. Yeah, they're not surprised. There's a new season of that going to be coming out soon, and hopefully we got the new Inhumans series, um, which I'm looking forward to. Because I think that's an X-Men-y type side of me coming out going that I feel like I'm going to enjoy that. Because it's people with powers and <laughs> that's what's what not a lot to of like. Marvel is, to yeah. be honest. But yeah, going back to the Secret Empire, I mean, they, and sort of linking to real world events, they even have sort of like chemicals in the water. Yeah, that, that right, is something sort of... that I was, I picked up on very quickly, that there's a bit about having chemicals in the water and getting the balance just right to make people docile enough. And, yeah, I mean, conspiracy theorists. And chemtrails. Do say about the amount of fluoride being put in people's water is, you know, an attempt to make people more docile. And at high amounts, fluoride is proven yeah, to do that. Yeah, it's what they used to do in the Holocaust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, in all the concentration camps, which is another thing that they kind of do briefly touch on is having, and you can't see my air quotes here, but permanent imprisonment. Yeah. That's essentially what it is. So I mean, it was interesting. I think going a little bit more light-hearted now, away from the fascism. (laughs) Uh, Seeing the Hydra dreadnoughts in that, which are obviously uh, Hydra's big sort of robot-y things that can adapt to powers. So they're pretty strong because they just adapt to whatever's being chucked at them, basically. We have a bit of a resistance going on in the comics. In the underground. Yep, they're called the underground. And there's a few superheroes there with Hulk, The Thing, Spider-Man, Tony Stark, not quite as you might think he would be. So again, not spoiling too much there. The base that they're at originally belonged to Pantheon, which are a group which first appeared in the Incredible Hulk comics. Not very well known. I must admit, I don't know a whole lot about them. And it's all being kind of run and overseen by Hawkeye and Black Widow. Yep. The yep. ultimate power couple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What are you talking about? Not Brangelina? Move aside, Jay-Z, Beyonce. <laughs> I don't think they're even together. Now. I don't want to get onto celebrity gossip, but I don't think either of those couples... <laughs> Brangelina's no longer together, I don't think, but Beyonce and Jay-Z are. Are they? Okay. Um, (laughs) (laughs) uh, Captain America and his team mentioned that there are a collective of of mutants as well that are not to be trusted. We know that Hank McCoy of the X-Men is there. Hank McCoy being Beast. Yeah, Beast. Yeah. Yeah. So we also know that Rick Jones, who is a sidekick of various superheroes over the years has given a memory stick to the underground which has contained a load of information which he claims will be able to take down Captain America you know which is interesting but yeah trying not to give away too much in spoilers there's also that conversation he has with Captain America when he's visited (laughs) he's oh yeah there's a big shocker moment coming up for uh for people who haven't read it yet. And seriously, go read it. It's it's a great series so far. So, moving back to science kind of news. Okay. Lund University has developed a incredible camera which captures images at 5 trillion images a second, which is That's incredible. Many. Yeah, it does have its it has its uses. With this camera, it's possible to capture the movement of light in flight. 
and there's already a demo video uploaded where you can see the progress of a pulse of light as it passes through a distance equivalent to the thickness of a sheet of paper. To put this in perspective, and I mean, you, it's a very wild perspective, but the best smartphone camera at the moment is the Xperia XZ, at least in terms of capture rate, which can capture at 960 frames per second. Okay. And this captures at 5 trillion, which is per second. absolutely mad. Another sort of good possible use for this is that it can film some of the fastest chemical and physical reactions. So that's going to be really useful to researchers. Yeah, not very useful in just day-to-day practical terms. Not really, you unless you want to go really, really slow. <laughs> you don't need to take a selfie with it. Don't need to take a picture of your food with it. But yep. at least we can capture light now. Yep. Moving on to gaming news, just to wrap up. The final Half-Life writer has left Valve which may be Half-Life 3 unconfirmed, I'm afraid. Of course, other people could pick it up, whether it will still be quite the same. We don't know. But it might be better. It might be better. I mean, Valve are quickly moving away from being a game studio more towards just a game provider through Steam and uh, virtual reality. They're, put, they're putting quite a big emphasis on that at the moment. Yeah. I hoped to see Half-Life 3 in virtual reality. I'm going to hold out hope, but... That seems to be dying quite quickly. Mm. Gears of War, a game that we play together. Oh, I do like Gears of War. Yeah, one of the last remaining bastions of co-op games. Yeah, least... people. <laughs> sort it out. <laughs> you heard it here. <laughs> sort it out. Couch co-op needs to be a bigger yeah, thing. Yeah, it really does. There's nothing better than just sharing a game on, on the couch with, with a friend. Or Yeah, it's, it's great. But the movie finally has a writer. Gears of War movie. Gears of War movie, yeah. It's been talked about for a long time. And it's actually the same writer as all the Avatar sequels. Oh, okay. It's going to be quite big. Would you want to see it based on the games, do you think? Or just within, like, a separate story within the same world? Hmm, I think a separate story within the world. I'd like to see maybe a little bit more of... Kind of going back to Gears 1 mm-hmm. with Phoenix and so on. Kind of maybe set during the war and seeing a little bit of like fighting against these creatures. And obviously they've got a few cutscenes at the end about after the victory and all of that. Maybe maybe kind of based at the same sort of time as the game. Yeah. But kind of going, seeing Phoenix do missions and doing the fights and seeing that first victory. Yeah. You know? I think what might be interesting is maybe the perspective of the resistance. Um, you know, there was, uh, I can't remember what they called them, but it was people who hated the cogs and they were sort of trying to survive out on the outskirts and their own like, little bases Wasn't and stuff. Wasn't this more, um, you're now going towards Gears? It was Gears of War 2, I think, who two, started seeing those. Three. It might be free, actually. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I agree with you on the whole, though. I think it's better to go off with a spin-off story in the same world rather than try and just adapt the games, essentially. Essentially, because if you've played the games and you know what's happening and you're I mean, games are interactive movies, essentially, anyway, so there's no point in just removing the interactivity, really. Yeah, but, yeah. I wonder whether a Diablo Diablo movie would work. Game-to-movie adaptations are notorious for just not working, even when you feel like they should. Like, with Assassin's Creed, that looked fantastic, but it's, it's just flopped, really. And same with Prince of Persia. You know, that was another one which had a lot of promise and didn't really work out. They need to make a Sims movie. <laughs> I think that might be going a little yeah, bit over I, the I top. I feel like that is just any movie. Basically, <laughs> yeah. 
Well finally, and carrying on with the theme of video games, a few more games have been added to the Video Game Hall of Fame. That's Halo Combat Evolved, the very first one, so great addition there. Yeah. Street Fighter 2, Donkey Kong, and Pokemon Red and Green. So congratulations to the developers of all those games. Yeah. That's it for this episode. Don't forget to hunt us down on social media. And thanks for listening. Hopefully we will have you again in the next episode.